The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. One, two, clean. Hello. Greetings. And welcome. Slorbags. Slags. I was going to say cunt, but I'm pretty sure my grandparents Cunt slags. Cunt slag whore bag bitch. Sorry if you guys don't like curse words. To crying. In public. Shit happens. Might as well cry about it. I think that was the best intro we've done since we started this podcast. It's also true. Usually we're like, oh my god, hi besties. I hate, I hate <laughs> the word besties so much. So do I. Like in a really like non-ironic way, I hate it. <laughs> Good thing I used it in literally our last TikTok that we posted in the crying. Like, you can say bestie. I feel if I say it, it's like garlic in my mouth. Well, I like garlic. It's like Kalamata olives in my mouth. Hey. Soap in my mouth. Hey now. Ew. This Kalamata olive slander is very not the representative of this podcast. It it's, is. The no, shimps, it's not. The shimps are nasty. No. Do you like pickles? Yes. I hate pickles. You know what's disturbing? You. People, all because of this <laughs> olives. Imagine like drinking an entire glass of straight vodka and then put, pop an olive in your mouth after. That's what I like to do. What I like the, my martinis with olives. What in the insanity? What Martini isn't even anything. It's just vodka. It's, it's like, No, it's vodka and vermouth. And vermouth. Ver- <laughs> what the fuck is a vermouth? It's 
I don't know. An herb? I have no idea. A what herb? Is. Wait, let me actually look up vermouth. Guys, we have so much to catch you up on. Starting with, we took this last week off, and actually, we would like to sincerely apologize because we missed you guys and we love recording, and we just were on vacation this week. It was very well deserved because Cindy just finished the LSATs, and I've been working crazy. So it was crazy, and we, it's literally an herb. Vermouth is an herb. I said that. I know. I'm surprised they just were doubting me. They just were doubting me. Bitches didn't know, okay? A red or white wine flavored with aromatic herbs made chiefly in France and Italy and used in cocktails, such as martinis. Bada bing. Okay. Bada boom. Bang. Badass bitch. Oh my God. Bada bing, bada boom, badass bitch. Okay, yeah, guys. I'm going to be your rapper. Kanye. Kanye. No, I didn't say all that. You're right. Um, this past week we went to LA and Vegas and it was so fun. Tell the fans what they want to hear. Just you know, it's crazy we don't have fans. is that we've been talking about this trip since we started this podcast mm-hmm. for, um, our birthdays, mostly Sarah's, actually just completely Sarah's birthday. We all were selling, no, we were, it was all. Okay. okay, I'm dead. Sarah's birthday was literally three weeks ago and every night, every time we went there, she had a birthday song and a birthday cake. At the restaurants. And like we took our men's, it was a vacation. And Sarah's boyfriend's birthday was, was on actually Saturday. It was, on he, it was the like day. actually his birthday. Yeah. And we go to dinner on his birthday. And they're like, his birthday is it? Sarah goes, me. <laughs> I thought she's going to like be jokingly be like, oh, I'm just kidding. Like, it's my boyfriend's birthday. No. No, she I got like, that. She fine. got that cake. I was like, <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, during our Vegas trip, we went to this one restaurant called Hell's Kitchen. It's Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. It's like the famous one they have in Vegas. It's not the original one, but it's, you know, Hell's Kitchen. So we went and they tried to replicate it as much as possible, even though they weren't filming. So there was a red team and a blue team. And Gordon Ramsay was playing on the TV and it was like the best experience of my life. I'm obsessed with Hell's Kitchen. I'm obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. So when the waiter came over, even though it was literally on that day, it was my boyfriend's birthday. It was Eric's birthday. When the waiter came over, it was like, whose birthday is it? I was like, it's literally mine and only mine and not anybody else's. (laughs) Okay. It was, it was very fun. He didn't, I don't think he cared. We got carded there though. So like he had to have seen my birthday on my ID. Yeah. I know he was like, all right now. (laughs) Yeah. But hey, that's what the Leos do. Anywho, very true. First, we went to Los Angeles and we, Sydney gave me a little like, she didn't give me the Hollywood star sign or like, no, no, no. I messed that all up. She didn't give me the Hollywood star Hollywood walk, of, walk fame. of fame. Yeah. Plus like the Hollywood sign Rodeo Drive like tour. She gave me the like, this is what I experience as someone who like lives here tour, which is what I specifically asked for. And it was probably the most fun, like, stress-free trip. And her family is... I have to talk about Sydney's family really quick because they were the kindest people I've ever met in her in my life. In Sydney's life only. In my life. They all have Teslas. I don't know why, but it's so cool. And her dad is, like, so very prominent in, like, the music business. So it was really cool, like, picking his brain about a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. And, uh, you know, Sabea is just, like, the best. And we were talking. And she's just, like, we're very similar people. So that was great. And Cindy's little brother, Cole, is, like, three years old right now. And is so advanced for a little kid. He didn't say one word to me. But him and Sarah were just giggling, throwing pills at each other. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. He plays, like, ping pong. And it's fine. And he's, like, good at it. It's very confusing. It's funny though, because like my dad was like giving us advice about the podcast. I don't really know why. And he was like, Girls, everything is content. And I was like, What? You are a baby boomer. How do you know what content means? Ah, ah. It was so weird. Yeah. And like they like do- my parents like don't listen to the podcast. 
my grandparents have and they actually liked it which is kind of weird that's hilarious but i think my family's like season is very like innocent quiet doesn't curse doesn't talk about boys like none of that stuff so like i think the podcast i show my most authentic self because like that's part of like what our whole spiel is but my family like, doesn't know that side of me at all so they're kind of like i don't want to see that side you know learning too much information and then like funny little anecdote story we went shopping on what where do we go what where do we go shopping i went to a panga yeah no 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 the first day oh um melrose we went shopping on melrose and we first of all two things Ooh, we went to the wasn't that the only pretty little thing store that they have ever yeah in person yeah we went to the only pretty little thing store in person and i was so excited because obviously i love it like who doesn't love pretty little thing and we go in, and it's literally a store. Like, we see clothes hanging in the store with price tags on them that says for sale and everything. So we go to walk in, and the guy in the front is like, this is not a store. What are you doing? And we like, were like, what? What is it, a restaurant? Yeah. Like, like, is it a hotel? Like, what is I, this? I want to be like, you know what? Y'all use child labor, so I'm keeping my money anyway. But now Molly May works for Pretty Little Things, so I'm a little bit conflicted. Because we love Molly May. We also support children and lives. So <laughs> not really that conflicted at all. Civil rights. <laughs> and then we also went to House of CB. And this is actually like the fun story that I was getting at. We saw the cast of Too Hot to Handle yeah. in House of CB. And Cindy Winner, Cindy Winner, this co-host of this podcast right here, was on the, one of the guys' Bruh, stories. I was in the back of Joey's story looking like the hunchback in Notre Dame. I'm like, <laughs> like leaning over a man and like staring at her cooch because I was looking at the dress. And I'm like, I look like literally a hunchback right now. But whatever. No, they're both still staring at Sarah. And Sarah's like, I'm taken. I was like, don't even lie. Your titties were sitting. They were they sitting. They were sitting. They're sitting day. and sweating. They were sitting that day, specifically. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tides roll away. Ooh. You're welcome for that little music break, guys. Intermission. What no, else? You know what's weird? What? So, like, people, like, when we record, it feels so natural because, like, yeah. we're always like this. And mm-hmm. that's kind of scary because, like, it's not really an act. Like, I mean, it's not an act at all. We're literally yeah. always like this in public. It's kind of scary. No, I wouldn't even say that. I would say, like, in public, it's three times worse. It's three times worse, yeah. Like, we're just, yeah, we're awful. But, like, when people see us record, it's like, if they wonder if it's weird or not because we're just so, like, talking to a mic. Yeah. I'm feeling really meta right now. I don't think anybody thinks that because I know, like, when all the podcasts I listen to, I never am like, that's so, that must be so weird. They're just talking to a mic. But, like, imagine if we were, like, in the room and it was happening. Isn't it weird to, like, physically be there? Like, okay, yeah. my dream is, like, if we ever do, like, blow up, blow up, we do, like, a live show because I feel like that'd be so fun. Like, have people there, like, ask, like, not ask questions, but, like, I want to do a meetup. I want to do a live show. I want to do merch. I, I want to go on all. a live show tour. I don't even care. Like, I want to fly everywhere and go on a tour. It's going to be our family at the four stops we go to. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I love doing this. It's fun. Me Guys, too. we just hit four or almost at 500,000 followers. I think we yeah. just hit 500,000. So that's in, actually insane. Thank you guys. We love you so much. We're not even just saying that. Like we actually no. do. Like I spend yeah. like half my days talking to you guys <laughs> over DMs. If I haven't answered you, I'm sorry. It's because of the LSAT. But I'm back on my shit now. I run the TikTok and Cindy runs the Instagram. And one of our TikTok, excuse me, one of our TikToks just recently hit like a million. And it was hilarious because like I'm trying so hard to like get on Cindy's level because Cindy is so good at like communicating with you guys and talking to you and like actually engaging in those like one-on-one conversations. But I'm on TikTok and we don't have as many followers on TikTok so I'm kind of just like there. But it was really nice to see like even though those one million views obviously like weren't really you guys. It was just more like TikTok audience high school 
schoolers, randos. like randos. Not that you guys aren't in high school, but like it was just very like random people who don't really know who the podcast is. So it was just like funny. I was going through the comments being like, thank you for your support. And they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, my favorite part was that, so we were in the middle of like a sponsorship at a restaurant yeah. when we were filming this TikTok. And like Sarah ran by me very quickly what we were doing. But like knowing me, I was thinking about 50 other things kind of spaced out. So like I heard her. But I knew my job was just to sit there. So I was like, okay, I don't really pay attention. So I wasn't expecting to hear like a scream come out of the audio because I hadn't heard the audio. So I looked at her like, what the fuck? Because I was like, is that you screaming? And we ended up using that like video for the TikTok. So I also looked confused because I was like looking at the camera. Everyone's like, this bitch has nasty energy. Like, how are they friends? Dump her right now. She's the worst. And I was like, I was just putting lotion on and I was confused. And they're like, they hate each other. They're not really friends. I was like... (laughs) Okay, sorry. Cindy didn't even know what the sound was. Like, I just started, because I was like, your only job is to, like, sit there and look, like, annoyed. And Cindy was like, okay, and she knew the assignment, she did the assignment, but then everybody in the comments was freaking out. And it was funny, because in that restaurant that we filled that TikTok at, there was a gaggle of girls, like, a gaggle of girls. Physical like, gaggles, yeah. High schooler, like, literally 14-year-old girls at the table next to us. <laughs> as soon as we, it was the uh, Spencer sound that goes, like, Oh, you look so cute sitting there doing absolutely fucking nothing, bitch. So if you're like, if you know Spencer and you follow him, like, you know that sound. It's pretty, like, popular sound. And the girl, the table next to us of, like, 14 girls all, like, recited the next line of the TikTok. And it was so funny because then the whole restaurant was just freaking out. Okay, wait. Seeing this group of girls was so refreshing, though, because, okay, this is about to get kind of into what we're talking about, but not really. I'm ready. But also, side note. Go. um, We're releasing this on Thursday, Friday, one of those days. And we actually have a fucking giveaway happening. Guys, guys, we're back. We're back. We're raised from the dead. So um, one of our favorite, like, lounges in the city called Stint Lounge. We're literally always there. They know us by name because we're that annoying. Yep. Like, I threw Sarah's surprise birthday party there about a month ago. We've been talking to them to get, like, we were, like, wanting to work something out where we could, like, get some of you guys to, like, kind of experience what we experienced in New York. So we finally worked it out. And they are going to cover... For two of our guests to go and have like free drinks and free dinner and like party there overlooking Central Park. We're so excited. So if that's interesting to you, if you're in the tri-state New York local area, go to our Instagram, comment, like it, enter the giveaway. And if you win, you get a night in life of CIP, baby. Like This is coming out like end of August 2021. So like if it's way past that, like giveaway ends September 1st, 2021. So if this is way past that, don't pay attention to this but it's two drinks per person two small plates a dessert and that's it right and they don't cover like transportation or anything like that yeah you have to get yourself there like yeah. subway uber wherever you do but if you are in the new york state area or in the tri-state area you can get yourself to new york you are eligible to up up apply and I want to talk about a Sin Lounge for a quick second because this isn't even like an ad. Like they didn't ask yeah, us they didn't to do ask all us this, to do this, but like we asked them. <laughs> yeah, no, literally because we love them so much, and we were like, it'd be really cool if we could like work with you on this. They're first of all so nice. Like the customer service is amazing. I know the. Um, the people who run Ascent Lounge and Forty Eight Lounge, Cindy and I are very close with them because we go to both of those places a lot, and. 
the vibes I just can't even like emphasize enough like you go and it's not like these elitist classist people who like are so stuck up or like nobody has like VIP tables like everybody's on the same level and like you just go and have a good time and you can even like get up and dance in your area or on the dance floor and there's usually a DJ there's actually always a DJ and they always play the best music like the vibes are just immaculate Mm, that EDM no no, I can't stand that music it's like because that's one thing about like club NYC that we're going to talk about a little later in this episode because it is like a party themed episode kind mm-hmm. of. Um, we're also going to compare like our experiences in Vegas versus like in LA or I mean Vegas versus New York but I hate clubs that play Indian music. Like so if it's like a white girl dance song like a little bit of Zed a little bit something like that that's cute I'll dance to that but if it's just like straight robots having sex I can't get down to that. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah like how does that make you want to shake your ass? Yeah. We, all you do is jump up and down. Can't do it. Won't do it. Absolutely not. It's, it's really really annoying because like when I go to a club I know like I already get there a little bit tipsy, especially like if I go to a club around like 10, 30, 11, I go, I'm already a little bit drunk if it's on a weekend. Like I go and I'm literally like ready to do something energetic or else I'm going to fall asleep. You know what I mean? So like I want to jump. I want to shake my ass on a yacht. I want to like pump my hands in the air, take videos and be obnoxious in the bathroom and tell people they shouldn't text their exes back. But like, I feel like I can't do that when it's literally like, it's like, just, like I'm like, let's happy. go home. Yeah. It's like a lullaby in the worst way. Yeah. I feel like house music, I, I, I mean all offense. All of it. All of it. All of it times two. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like this girl goes into a bathroom in a nightclub and then she screams like, should I text him? And everyone's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, go. I'm so dead. Um, so I was trying to figure out, like, what's the worst thing you could call someone? Or, like, what's, like, a cute way? Because, like, it's like, bitch isn't doing it anymore, you know? Because, like, bitch is endearing now. I want bitch but mean. What does that mean? Because, like, I don't use mean words very often, but when I want to, it needs to be, like, it needs to hit, you know? So I was like, what do you like more, slag or slur? I'm kind of feeling slag because it's kind of it's hip. It's new. It's out there, you know? Yeah, so like if you know someone you hate, like think about the bitch you want to like roundhouse kick in the face to use Sydney's word because Sydney started the roundhouse kick trend. Yeah. So well, Okay, but roundhouse kick is reserved for men. You know, like sometimes like they don't have to do anything, but like men will just be sitting there and you want to kick them in the head. They'll just be breathing. Yeah, and, and like, the, it's the way they're breathing though and you just want to kick them. Yeah, yeah, they'll that's breathe that, wrong. That's what roundhouse kick is reserved for. We love men. We date men. We like them a lot. We love everyone, actually. So today's episode, we really wanted to talk about party culture, like, compared to Vegas, from Vegas to, like, New York. Because the best thing that I kind of found about Vegas was um, casinos. Like, why and how and why is it so fun? Like, when Cindy and I were there, this is, like, a hilarious story. And I'm, I'm going to let Cindy take over when she knows what I'm talking about because she's a better storyteller than I am. But, like, our first night there, we were just kind of, like, wandering around the casinos. We were like, ha-ha, like, we're only going to bet $5 on slots. Like, we're not going to seriously gamble. And then Cindy found, like, the Playboy bunny machine. I was and like, then it was, was like, shake it, girl, give me some money. <laughs> we sat down. She started betting, and then it was all over. How much did you win? You won, like, $100. I won 200 Yeah. And I spent like 80, I think. Yeah, you want a lot. Because bitches were doubting me. I think also we're going to talk about, because like COVID obviously is in like this weird limbo place where like for the first time in like three years, clubbing is opening again, kind of. And like we're seniors this year, which is literally insane because I feel like we've lost so much of our college experience. So like it's going to be weird going out again because like I was such a partier like freshman year and sophomore year. And now I'm like, like yeah going out's nice sometimes but also like so fine having like a chill wine night inside and like working or watching a movie things like that so like i'm really trying to force myself to go out because i know like once law school starts i'm not gonna really be able to but it's weird because i feel like i'm just like not that same girl and why they go out wednesday thursday friday saturday and like yeah. bounce back quick she don't gotta like that anymore she does not no she doesn't also it's hard because we have full-time jobs now so like going out wednesday and thursday is just a no-go for us because we're you know we have to wake up really early on Fridays both Cindy and I so it's kind of annoying but you know even on Friday and Saturday like two days in a week is hard enough like getting no sleep it's hard but also besides like the casinos and stuff Cindy and I went like clubbing in Vegas and it was really fun the first night we went to this nightclub called Dreas which is like the hottest spot in Vegas the hottest spot in this bitch the hottest spot in this fucking horror slag and we went and we got bottle service and it was so fun and we saw two chains that night and there was like this mosh pit on the floor and like it was really fun on the floor. Jace is really cool. It has like a pool and stuff. And the nightclub is like better set up. Like it's just like the best setup for sure. 
and the best environment I think better music but then the next night we went to Jewel Nightclub in the Aria Hotel and that was really cool we got to see OT Genesis and we got to be in a skybox which is like the best experience of my life and we also got bottle service it was a good mix because like I had my booty shake music yeah. Sarah had her booty chick music and yeah. Suavemente. Jorge had his Spanish music and Eric was just vibing. So yeah. like I think Jewel was perfect in the sense that like it had a mix of music. One thing about Vegas is that like because it's so concentrated in like one street there's obviously a lot of clubs you can go to but like New York has some more options in the sense that like there's some more low key ones some high key ones and like you know what vibe everyone is before going into it. Like you can go to a dive bar and have just fun you would you'd have just as much fun as going to like Marquee or Paul's Tau or like or, Paul's, yeah. you know. So I feel like there's more of a like cost friendly option in New York than there is in Vegas. But also Vegas is weird in the sense like we went for three, we went for like three days, two nights, right? And like I feel like if it had been any more, we probably would have died because like yeah. I've never been. I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep, and it's been like five days. No, it hasn't. It's been three days. <laughs> but then on the other hand, like there's so much more I wanted to see, but I feel like. Three days or like a weekend in Vegas is perfect. Like New York, you could spend a week here and still not even like touch the surface of what you can do. So I feel like very different in that sense. But um, I I loved Vegas. I had so much fun. It's like I haven't partied or clubs like that in so long, and also felt comfortable doing it because like I knew I was safe like in terms of COVID and stuff. So yeah, it was interesting. It also wasn't house music either, which I liked. They were like all genuine songs. Which we weren't. We really weren't sure what it was going to be like. So we were happy when we went and we could you know actually sing along to our favorite songs and like drink alcohol we liked and like be around this environment of people who like also knew the same songs we did because it's like you know it's like boring when you're the only one who knows the fucking song so it was really fun overall I had a good time but I I completely agree about like the New York City club scene also like no matter who you are no matter like what Sydney said if you like to go to dive bars if you just want to go to a table sit bar if you want to go to a dance dance club if you want to go to a club and just like go to flirt and not dance if you want to go to a club where you only meet rich men or rich women like there are literally things like that in New York for every single person ever like if you're a college student and you want to go to a bar like there are bars for that or an intern and like you know what I mean like each one kind of has a different vibe so I feel like even if you did visit for a weekend like I know on my TikTok when people ask me what do I do I want to go to New York but I'm not sure where I should live or like what I should do whatever I'm just like the only way you can ever know is like if you actually physically come visit because that's the only way yeah. it's so big and there's something for everyone I feel like Vegas you have to be you really like you have to be a Vegas a person party person or you're not gonna to like or you're not gonna have fun you're not gonna enjoy yourself but like New York there's a way around that like there's more chill things you can do at night instead of just like hardcore clubbing yeah and yeah I think that's the biggest thing it's very much a personality thing because like I love to Vegas just because like that's who I like used to be or like I am on the low but like because of the summer I laid low so much because of like COVID and the LSATs it felt nice to return to that for a little bit like feel young for five seconds you know so that was nice but I mean think about it like we lost a big portion of our college experience during COVID and I feel like especially since we've been on this podcast we haven't really been able to go out and have fun and like be our authentic party going weekend selves so I think it's really nice to like sit here and talk about that especially to people like if you're in high school just going to college like you're probably experiencing this dilemma of like oh my god am I gonna be a huge partier am I not gonna party enough or like if you're in college or just graduated college and you're like freaking out like how do I manage club life not being in a sorority anymore or like not being in undergrad anymore I think it's really cool to start to talk about stuff like this especially as like COVID is waning, COVID is waning, COVA, 
and the Delta variant is plateauing. I think it's like cool to talk about this. It's I. Do you feel like we're gonna shut down again? Mm-mm. I think we might. Really, I don't think we are at all because I think the Delta variant is plateauing. I thought it was spiking because now we have another really? variant happening: COVID twenty twenty two or COVID twenty two. Oh, like, I didn't know about that. Why one. is he getting all these numbers now? Y'all need to stop with the numbers. Ooh. It's because some people aren't getting vaccinated. But, like, obviously, yeah. you can't push that on some people. Like, it, it is, I guess, a freedom of choice. But yeah. I know, like, NYU is requiring everyone to be vaccinated in order to be in person. Unless you classes, have, like, a valid, valid exemption yeah, for, like, like a for serious health, health issue. Yeah. New York is definitely, like, getting its its color back, its vibrance. It's, like, what draws people to New York is, like, how unique, how lively it is. Mm. And, like, I haven't gone out, really. Besides, like, your birthday, I haven't really done anything. Yeah. It's so, like, this weekend, I was like, Sarah, we're getting fucked the fuck up. We have plans <laughs> for every hour of the day. I'm so excited. And it was really fun. Like, it pulled through for sure. And now I think since we, like, caught the bug a little, we're really hoping that, you know, New York um, identifies or, like, keeps itself in a safe place, I guess. But who knows? What if we shut down again? How crazy would that be? I'm going to sleep and do my applications. Okay. One thing, though, is, like, being on lockdown made me so productive. Yeah. Not really, but in some ways, yes. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I was forced to get my shit done, you know? Yeah. I worked out every day on lockdown. I applied to every internship I possibly could have. And then I established my TikTok following. So I agree. Like, you know, shutdown was fine, it wasn't ideal. I mean, like, I definitely would have preferred the two weeks over the year and a half that we got. But, you know, it was fine. I mean, you got to find a silver lining or else you're sort of crying. Because, obviously, like, it wasn't fun at yeah. all in the slightest. Girl, I was quarantined with a one-year-old. I was like, if you don't shush, I swear. Ew, I'm watching these videos from Vegas of me literally walking down the ship barefoot. I want to know what was wrong with me. Okay, this is so funny. Sydney and I tried to take 92 TikToks in Vegas... We were all drunk for every single one of them. And, like, when we took them, like, in that present moment, we thought we were so funny and good. And then they're we're so watching bad. them back right now, and they're awful. You can literally see my hoo on every single video. <laughs> you can see my butt crack in all of them. Sarah's literally holding a butt light seltzer, and she goes, this is my natty light. I was like, one of you, I've never seen you pick up a natty light in my life. Because I've never picked up a natty light. Eric or said the word natty light. Never. And you're so confident about it, too. I was like, okay, really. This is my naughty light. It's peach flavor. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay. In New York, which I wanted to say before, which I just thought of, in night, like, even if you're not a party person or, like, you don't like to be like, hey, yeah, and, like, put your fists up in the air, there are, like, jazz clubs, free jazz clubs and, like, free comedy clubs and free, like, networking events that, like, you can go to and, like, have fun and not actually be, like, in the nightclub gropey sweaty scene, you know? Which like, one of cool. the best nights I've had, and I feel like Sarah probably had too recently, is, like, we went to, um, was it Caswell Greens? Yeah! We went to this, like, kind of touristy bar in Times Square, and, like, you would think, like, eh, touristy, yeah. But no, it was so good. We went on like a Wednesday night, I think. And they had like a live band there. And it was bumping. I haven't seen that much joy in a room in so long. And it like made me happy. Yeah. The drinks were great. Food was great. The atmosphere was great. And like watching live music for the first time in so long was just like, just like Sarah said, like I obviously like going out, but like, I don't want to club every day. Yeah. So like it might be like I club once every two weeks. Then I'll go to like a bar maybe or like go get happy hour. Or, like, I'll go to a show. Not really, but kind of. But she will yeah, with will me once Broadway opens up. Yes. Or yeah. go to, like, a live music show. Like, a, like a low-key something. Like, whether it's a, um... Fuck, what's it called? Like, Bowery Electric or... Yeah. Places like that. So, yeah. I feel like there's so much you can do. Especially, like, even if you don't... If you aren't, like, in New York, obviously. Like, wherever you are. 
I feel like just because of pressure is mounting that like, oh, like college is back, time wild the fuck out. Like if you're anxious about it or like you don't want to be in like a confined space with sweaty ass finance boys jumping up and down and pushing people, you don't have to. Like it's you can go to a bar, you can get happy hour, you can like not even have to drink to have fun. That's one thing. Like go hang out with your friends, go do something spontaneous, go yeah. do a movie outside, like whatever. Like all those things are fun. You're gonna have more memories from that than going to a club. And there are yeah. even movies outside, like in New York, whether it's in Queens or even like New York, like Pier 17. It costs a little bit of money just because like inflammation, I guess, since COVID started. I don't inflammation. Know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Inflation. I'm That's, going to did I just say inflammation? Roast you. This girl literally works for a finance company, and she said inflammation. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Oh my god, you guys! I'm we're having my so boss on the podcast dead. soon. He's gonna flame me for everything I say. I'm gonna make sure to bring that up. Too. God damn it! Inflammation uh, because of inflammation, you know, because of like COVID. I'm pretty sure I said that before too, like in conversation. <laughs> Fuck. I Maybe that's why no finance guys used to like. This me. is why I'm so sad because I feel like Sarah and I have had a class together every semester we've been in college. Uh, Besides this year, I like literally might move my schedule around so we have a class together. But my classes are at night, and I'm not doing that. Mine? Yeah. No, they're not. Said they're all like 6.30, 6 p.m. Oh, I lied. It may be then. I think one of mine... Yeah. We'll Move your later. schedule around, yeah, batch. Yeah. Okay, batch. One of um, them is like public relations, so you should do it with me. Cute. I was only public speaking, then I was kind of like, ew. I have a uh-uh. podcast. It's the same thing. I mean... Public speaking is different for everybody, and I know that I'm a good public speaker. Like, I don't need to sit in front of a professor and have to be like, you should enunciate more. Bitch, shut up, dude. Like, you have speech impediment. Okay. And also, people are (laughs) annoying because people are like, speak slower. And I'm like, I understand the, I understand the, you know, concept of telling someone to speak slower due to clarity reasons. At the same time, when you are in a board meeting, and it's Friday, and it's 8 a.m., you want to get through that goddamn meeting as fast as possible. So you're telling me to speak slower? I don't think so. Also, like, mm-hmm. when I get, like, mm-hmm. passionate about something, I speak very fast just yeah. because, like, I have so much I want to get out of my mouth in my brain. Because, mm-hmm. like, the way I think is weird. Like, I feel like I'm constantly have like, six train of, like, 15 trains of thought going on at the same time. And I get them all out at once just because I am very analytical. But when it comes to, like, being a lawyer, bro, I can't cry or yell at someone in the courtroom. Like, they're gonna, I'm be like, they're going to interrupt me and be like, shut up. Shut your mouth. And then like, you've been disbarred. <laughs> and I'll be like, yikes. yikes. Roundhouse kick them in the face, call them a slag, and then move on with your life. Yeah. Like, oopsie. Oopsie. oopsie I could never be a lawyer because my voice is too high-pitched. No, your voice isn't high-pitched at all. You don't think so? You have a deep-ass voice. You think so? That's yeah. the nicest thing you've ever right, said to me. I literally... What was that face? Oh, my God. I was like, I'm going to sit face reserved for Eric. I'm literally so dead. <laughs> the best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Can I talk about women at clubs who give you, like, I don't know if you've seen those TikToks. I'm sure you have because I think I've sent them to you. But, like, when you go up to a girl, like a club girl, like a quote-unquote star, sparkly emoji sign, like club girl, and you go up to them and you're like, hey, like, I love your top. And they're, like, monotone and they have lip injections and a BBL and they're like, or they're like, I know. I wish I yeah, was as brave like, as you. Yeah, like, Girl, I'm your confidence in that top, wow. I'm like... I'm like, yeah, titties are sitting. How about it? Mm. <laughs> like, I like being nice to girls at clubs. Okay, yeah. like, you know, I feel like girls that are nice to you in the club at the bathroom that are like, girl, you look great, like... If you're like crying, yeah, like, why are like, you crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that like, deserve you. He's trash. It, it's the, like, equivalency of, like, old southern women being like, oh, ha, sweetie pie. I'm like, I am sweetie pie. Yeah, I you know? am sweetie pie. I am baby. I am you know? sweet. Yeah. I feel that. I just hate, like, because I know as a girl in clubs, like, sometimes they feel a little, like, uncomfortable and awkward, especially, like, around men. So if I make eye contact with another girl, like, I'm going to smile or, like, I'm going to be like, hey, or, like, compliment you or, like, stuff like that. But, like, if I don't get the same energy back, like, you're enemy number one. You know what I mean? It's so mean. But I feel like if I smile on a girl, they'd be like, why is Shrek looking at me? And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get guys, out of my like, swamp. I don't give out guys, like, cutie eyes at clubs. They're probably like, why is this girl, is she okay? Is she lost? <laughs> There's this thing, this trend that's going around that's, like, if you kind of, like, tilt your head down. We do it with me, ready? <laughs> Stop. It's not like that. Tilt your head down. Stop. Till your head. <laughs> Stop. That's step one. Till your head down. Double Not chin. that far. Say double chin. Yeah, like a little bit, like like that, and then like droop your eyes halfway. <laughs> Is that what I look like during sex? And then like look up at like the person and just <laughs> like a sweet paralysis. Looks like a pineapple right now. Like- <laughs> no, I am a pineapple. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. That little yellow bitch. 
I'm gonna make a TikTok series about work. Just like why work is weird. Or why work is not a thing. Yeah, be like embarrassing stories that happen to me at work. Yeah, today. like guys, I, I was at shat work. For 12 hours. I lay shat for like an hour and missed having lunch with my bosses, and they were just like waiting for me. It's because the bathroom was cold and I was hot. Also, we're gonna do a Q and A for our mini this week, so we're gonna ask you guys for some questions. We'll do an advice one eventually soon, probably at the end of the month or yeah. the beginning of next month. But we want to get a Q&A. So we have a lot of new listeners. They probably don't know that much about us. So we want to like answer some questions, get to know each other on a deeper level. <laughs> you know who I have a lot of respect for? Yeah, who? Kindergarten and first grade teachers who like do those huge displays in their classrooms. Like when it's like rainforest week and they like put all those birds everywhere and like make them. I follow so many of them on uh, TikTok and I'm like, girl, respect. Because I'd be like... This piece of paper is a bird. Act like it or I swear I'm failing you. I wanted to, because when I was younger in kindergarten and like in first grade, I wanted to be one of those teachers who like made their classroom something different each day. Like if today we were talking about rainforest, I would make the classroom a new rainforest. Because like me personally, Sarah, like I'm a visual learner. So going into a classroom and like seeing the environment and like getting to interact with all of these cool physical things that I can touch and look at would like make my learning experience. Like no teacher ever did that for me. So like me being able to do that for other little kids would be really cool which is hilarious and ironic because i don't like little kids so like why do i always want to be around them because no like cole loved you my little brother they're just giggling and playing and sarah's like i'm a princess follow me and i was like move <laughs> but it's like my school did that too too much like i was in the like sixth grade and we're learning like the family in spanish and they have like puppets and they're like this is your grandfather that little white man made out of cloth is not a grandfather. <laughs> I don't know where this whole imagination thing is coming from, but that's not my grandfather. Do you know that childhood book that's like, Are You My Mother? And it was the crane, and it was like trying to eat the bird? No? Um, no. Okay. I don't know what books he was reading. What were you like the top three TV shows that you watched when you were ages like five to ten? That's so Raven. That's I so Carly. Sam is the is like the basis of all of my anger problems. Um, and um, I don't think I have anger problems though. You don't. I feel like I feel one emotion about everything. It's like a... You like snap sometimes, but in general, you're one of the most patient people I know. I do be snapping. But so we're like, I'll, I'll be patient over like the big things. Yeah. But like if you breathe near me and I don't like you, I will snap in my head. I'm like, oh God, tell about the time I got proposed to with the clothes. <gasps> tell it right now. Okay, wait, I'll, I'll introduce it. <clears throat> this one time in two years ago, pre-COVID, Halloween the Halloween before COVID. Cindy and I went to the Playboy Mansion for Halloween, like on Halloween night. That's where we went. We got tickets. It was really fun. We went, and it was me, Cindy, and like another friend of ours. Um, We went, and we were having a really good time. I was dressed up as a bunny. Cindy was dressed up as a Walmart unicorn. Do you remember? Because you got your thing from Walmart. I was just like a slut. I was wearing white (laughs) Victoria's Secret lingerie over a pair of sparkly kid shorts from the party (laughs) store. You're literally a kid's large. And some white stockings and some heels. I was like a physical whore. Then I was like, oh, wow, I'm just a whore. I'm not even a costume. So I went to Walgreens on the way to, right, actually, across from Sarah's dorm (laughs) and bought a kid's unicorn ears (laughs) and then um, put them on my head. And I was, guess what, a unicorn. And then she turned on the ears and And they they lit up and spun. (laughs) And a Playboy mansion. All these girls were like, I'm a sexy cat with four ears and a tail. And yeah, I was a, un- a spinning unicorn. Yeah. With sparkly shorts. More like four tits and a tail. Because some of those girls had push-up. Or, oh my God. To the, the same to year. Necks, the same year. We went to this frat party. <laughs> I was Barbie. And I stuffed my bra 
with toilet, so... toilet paper. I didn't know hugs her, and I was like, bitch, are you gonna have rocks in your boobs? <laughs> I felt like the mom right? from Mean Girls who hugged Regina, George, and like her tits stuck out like triangles. You were in Barbie, right? I was Barbie. And I literally remember hugging you, and I was like, why are your boobs feel like rocks right now? I was athletic Barbie. Why was I athletic Barbie? I'm not you athletic. You school, though. Yeah. I'm one guy, so I want you to be my mom. I was like, ew. Remember that comment? <laughs> I was on Barstool Smoke Shows. At the time, I was 19 years old. I got put on the account, and everybody in the comments was like, this girl just looks like she's 60 years old. And I was like, I'm literally 20 oh years God, old. I was like, I want you to be my mom. I was like, yeah. hey, Kyle, you're literally 14. Goodbye, Brett. Like, what are you talking about? Why do you feel about Dave Portnoy? I hate him. Me too. I don't hate anyone. He makes me very uncomfortable. I think he takes advantage of women, and he's extreme misogynistic and racist and he admits he's racist he's also makes a bunch of like jokes about sexual violence and thinks it's funny or about like women's bodies and he literally is like 90 years old and is like rotting so it's just so funny because like i would like to compare the situations even though they're not the same i don't like comparing like any situation really i don't because like obviously like no situation is really like the exact same and can't really whatever but like dave portnoy i just don't understand why he hasn't been canceled yet which I do understand. Because white, white boys love him. I do understand why he hasn't been canceled yet. And like, that's why. Like, his audience is a certain type of way. I just think it's unfair society general wise that, and I'm not trying to justify like anything this man said, but like, baby gets on stage and says something pretty awful, but like compared to the thing Dave Portnoy's, or compared to the things Dave Portnoy has said, it like does not compare you know what I mean and it's just the matter of audience which I think is like definitely like fair obviously you have to hold people accountable but at the same time I just think it's interesting how like one person can say something and like it's awful understandably which it should be but then another person Dave can say the same thing and barely be scrutinized for it which I understand like as a media major I understand that like a huge portion of his audience are like white conservative like millennial to boomer men so like I understand but at the same time it's just like I'm sitting here and I'm like they're you know two plus two equals fish like what are we yeah, talking about they're like Dave Portnoy is just like so funny and like stool. okay like Ooh. if you wanna I, I can't I can't I really can't he's like frat boy Jesus like if you haven't moved on from your frat boy friends in college just say so he save us a lot of time and energy. I hate that man so much. Time and also, effort. if you could do Dave Portnoy's following, he only follows girls like un- blonde girls with huge tits under eighteen. It's yeah. it's giving pedophile. It is, and he you know he also was like it's also not funny. Yeah, and he was also like if you want to be featured on like something or if you want to like get your podcast through Barstool. Like say I fuck and like lead it with that, and yeah. I'm like, what are you talking I was like, about? He said, literally, he's like, DM me and say that you fuck, and I'll like evaluate you from there. I was like, you're mm-hmm. literally eight years old and you're ugly, and you're like five nine. Shut up. So back to the story. We were at Playboy Mansion for Halloween, and um, like the it was an interesting crowd. Like it was whatever. We were having a lot of fun, really drunk, whatever. Not really drunk. We were adequately inebriated, and. I feel someone staring at me and not in like a cute, sexy, like across the room type of way in like a, I'm going to, I'm going to eat your blood kind of way. And so I'm like, what the heck? So I see this guy wearing a vampire costume and he looks so familiar. And I'm like, Sarah, this guy, I know this guy from somewhere. So a year and a half earlier, I had gone out on a few dates with this guy and he had just moved from Turkey and he had never kissed anyone before. He had never done anything before. Like, because he was very religious. He still is very religious. But, like, he had just moved to America. That was his first kiss or whatever. We stopped talking after, like, a few weeks or a month or whatever. And it was fine. And he had ended up 
texting me a few weeks after we had ended things, asking me to come over because he wanted to talk. And I was like, oh God, okay. And this man plays me a song on his guitar. Mind you, I had to take my ass all the way to fucking Astoria. He, get, he plays me a song on a guitar. Mind you, cannot play guitar at all. It was actually awful. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And then he asked me to marry him. I was like, what? And you were like, I was like, oh what? my God. And he was like, well, like in my culture, like where I'm from in my village, like the girls that you kiss, the girl that like is your like first is the girl you spend your life with. And he's like, I feel that way about you. And I was like, I know I'm cute. I know I'm a baddie, but I'm not the one for you. I think. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that out there. I'm funny. I'm cute and compassionate. I'm sexy, but not 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 for you. Not for you. Not for you. And I was so nice about it. We like stayed friends, and like we, he still like comments pictures stuff like that. And um, we're at this. This is a year after. This is a year later. We're at the club, and I see him, and he doesn't drink, so I was still very very big much question mark. And I was like, Sarah, that's the guy that proposed to me. And she's like, oh. He followed me. I was, like, really running the entire night with him. <laughs> Asked Sarah. I'd like, Sarah, we're moving now. I was literally dodging. Every time I looked over, he's staring at me from, like, two feet away. And I'm like, okay. And we'd pretend. Like, we put on probably, like, 16 skits that night. Where, like, I'd call my phone and be like, oh, my God, our cat died. Oh, my God. Like, we had to go. Yeah. But then, like, it never worked. And, like, we're, le- we're like, getting ready to leave. I see him following us out the door. And I literally made us run, like, three blocks in the pouring rain and negative 10 degree weather in lingerie and shorts because I was trying to get rid, like, away from him. Funny thing, though, is the really next creepy. day, I went to go return my costume to Victoria's <laughs> Secret because I didn't want to pay for it. And, mind you, it's reeking of cigarette smoke and alcohol. I febrezed it a little bit. And she was like, and the girl that was ringing me up went to NYU and was definitely, I definitely, like, she had seen my stories that night of what I was wearing. And she was like, so, like, just, like, standard procedure. Like, have you um, worn this outfit? And I was like, no. no. Not a single And she was time. like, <laughs> but hey, I got my money back. But yeah, we dodged him the entire night. And he still comments on every single one of my stories. So he just goes, model. And I was like, don't fight him like that. I'm five too. Yeah, we have to go get ice cream. Bye. Goodbye. All right, wait. So, um, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep listening to us, you can hear us For on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can follow us at Crying in Public Podcasts on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot us a DM or an email for business inquiries or just to say hi. We love talking to you guys. Um, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.